as we listen to our scriptures today, especially our first reading from Jeremiah and our gospel. They're talking about the just and the unjust. As we hear from Jeremiah, those who put their trust in human beings are accursed. But those who put their faith in God are blessed. We are often familiar with the Sermon on the Mount, with the Ten Beatitudes. But today we hear about the Sermon on the Plain, very similar to the other, but it is different. He starts out with saying those who are really cursed. Blessed are you who are poor. He's talking about the rich, really, the truly rich. If we are truly rich, not material, but in our relationship with God, then we are truly blessed. But we're cursed if we take our riches and make that the center of our focus, as we do in this country. You're really important if you have great riches, if you live in a big mansion. Reality that you find those people are even hurting more than the average person. To truly live the life that God has for us can be a challenge. Even for middle class who are struggling today, it's hard to pay our bills. Energy has gone up. To buy gas for a car is almost impossible. To buy groceries. But God doesn't stop loving us. We may be hurting in some aspects of our lives, but the greatest aspect that we have is God's love for us. He loves us without measure. He'll provide for us. Which sometimes means we have to cut back a little. We have to rely on God's presence in our lives. And that can be a challenge for us. We want everything to be perfect. But life is not perfect. We know that because we all have our faults. None of us is perfect. If we were, it'd probably be a pretty boring world. But God loves us despite all the things that we do wrong. And that gives us hope. That shows us that we can be beyond ourselves. We have to look to another to provide what we need. And that's God. We can have all the money in the world, but if we don't have God, we lose everything. And that's what the Lord is telling the disciples. Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of, heaven, or kingdom of God is yours. What does he mean? He doesn't, he's not talking about the poor as in the downtrodden, but being poor in our relationship with ourselves, that we put God first. Blessed are you are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and denounce your name as evil on account of my name. We all like to be praised. I often find it interesting that when I've been given great praise, it's not long after they receive a letter in the mail that's saying, you're the worst priest ever. <laughs> then you get down on yourself. 
thinking, what am I doing wrong? But then somebody steps in, you're doing a great job. We have that in all of our lives. Those points where we feel really great about ourselves. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not being conceited. It's acknowledging who we are in the face of God. But when we're put down, we put ourselves in this pit. And sometimes it takes a lot of effort to climb out of that pit. But the reason we can get out is because God is the ladder. He's the one that gives us the assistance that we need to be able to climb out of the depths of our pain. He lifts us up. It's interesting that when the Lord then talks about the real evil in the world of relying on humanity, woe to you who are rich, for you've received your consolation. You already have it. It's not going to take you very far because you can't take it with you. I've always loved that one image of the gentleman who had this beautiful Cadillac. He said, I want to be buried in my Cadillac because I want to take it with me. There's no way. Blessed who are filled now, for you will be hungry. When they think they have everything, they have this beautiful mansion, they have everything they could possibly want. Yet in the long run, it's not going to fulfill their needs. Woe to you, laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. If you think you have everything, you can joyful, you're out celebrating. It comes to the end of your life and you've not given any credit to God, you're going to be weeping because you're going to be ostracized. You're going to be left out in the, in the cold, as it were. Woe to you when they all speak well of you, for they treated the pro- false prophets in the same way. The two different kinds, the good prophets and the bad prophets, the false ones who are trying to lead the people away from God. But the others that spoke the truth, they were hated. We don't want to hear the truth because it means we have to obey God. And that can be a real challenge for us today, to follow the Lord. And all he asks us to do is listen, to love one another. That was the greatest commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. Can we love one another? When we look at all the strife in our world, the possibility of war, of the hatred between the races, that's not God. God asks us to love one another. Let's be open to that love, the grace and the blessings we receive from this Eucharist today, from the love that we can share with one another. That is God present, giving us everything that we need.